When you're hungry for God, you repent. You don't make excuses. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have someone new, someone I actually hadn't heard of until I was kind of surfing around and found him, and he has a great message today. His name is Pastor Vladimir Savchuk, and I have no idea if I'm pronouncing his last name right or not, but that is the best I can do. But he's going to be talking to us about things that kill our fire for God. Here's Pastor Vladimir. Saul knew how the kingdom works. Saul had the servants. He had the reputation. He had everything. But he didn't have one most important thing that God looks for in every person is hunger for him. And one time when Saul in the peak of his pride, when he didn't obey God and he instead of being concerned with the callousness of his heart and repenting before God he grabbed the robe of Samuel and says Samuel but honor me before people meaning I don't care that God rejected me I just make sure my reputation stays intact and Samuel looks back at him and he says the way you ripped my robe is the way God ripped your kingdom from you and God has found a man he's a boy he doesn't have experience in reigning. He doesn't have military experience. He's nobody. Nobody knows him. But he is after God's heart. He doesn't have a God's heart. He is not perfect. But he is fascinated. He is captured and he is captivated by God. And God says since he is God, he loves people that are passionately in love with him. And he says, Saul, he will raise that boy up. And he will give him your throne. And he will bless him and protect him. And boy David was not perfect. David committed worse sins than Saul. But see when you're hungry for God, you repent. When you're passive, you make excuses. When you're hungry for God, you make mistakes but you never make excuses. When God even winks at you and says that something is wrong there, you drop on your floor and you say, God, I am sorry. I'm not going to blame it on my mama. I'm not going to blame it on my daddy. I'm not going to blame it on my boss. I'm not going to blame it on my sister, my brother, God. It was my fault and I am sorry. And when you do that, your hunger stays for God. But Saul, when you're not hungry, you make excuses. You blame everybody. You lose that. I want to let you know, if you want to keep fire for God in your life, you got to keep repentance in your life. Many of us don't fall out of love with God. We only fall out of repentance. Are you with me? I want you to open this verse with me at the end. Revelation chapter 2 verse 4 and 5. Nevertheless, I have this against you. That you have left your first love. Remember therefore from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works. Or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. This verse used to intimidate me. When I heard preachers talk about this verse, I just felt so sick in my stomach. It's kind of one of those like, yeah, they're going to tell me again right now how bad I've fallen from God. But now this verse has become one of the greatest encouragement to my life because the fact you can lose your first love and find it again gives me source of comfort. Every single person in here, your first love for God is when you got saved. Your passion for Jesus was all-time high. You were literally, you were curious. Look at this, like curious George. You're just curious about God. You're just like passionate about God. You literally complained because they didn't meet at church every single day. 
Today you barely have time to come to church once a month but when you just got saved literally every prayer meeting every single thing no sacrifice was too high nothing for Jesus was too difficult today anything for God is a burden but before it was just a passion it was a privilege to do this for God and see with time sometimes we lose that and I love the fact that God comes and he always gives me a second chance and he said listen you can relive those experiences for the rest of your life if you do this remember repent and do the first works it's a recipe to find that passion again for the Lord in my experience as a youth minister for over 14 years I found out four things that always killed my fire number one it was offense anytime I got offended at somebody I lost my fire people leave the churches because of offense actually 99% of people that leave the churches today leave because of offense and for those of us who think yeah it's, it's about church do something and change so that people stop leaving the church because of offense actually in one meeting Jesus had 75 of his key leaders leave him if you think that if the church will get perfect less people will leave the church because of offense if the church will get perfect more people will leave because of the offense because they could not live up to that perfectionism offense is unavoidable we can only stop causing offenses but we cannot ever stop having offenses you will be offended and offense is the devil's trap to cause your fire to die out it's just the devil's trap that's all it is if you look today somebody offended you tomorrow you're gonna unknowingly you can offend somebody and it's the devil's trap to kill your fire that's all it is the second thing that I've seen in in my ministry and and personally in my life or what kills the fire is disappointment it's when you dream you believe you fast you pray and it doesn't happen you prayed for somebody who wanted you believed that they're going to be healed you had a word from God you knew it and nothing happened and next thing that happened is that becomes like a water that goes on your fire and it's very important I want you to see this when you get offended honestly Jesus doesn't really go after you and tries to butter you up when the guys got offended Jesus didn't go after them and say hey guys let me explain I didn't mean you to eat my flesh I meant communion Jesus didn't do that but when guys left him, left Jerusalem, walked to the city of Emmaus, he walked beside them, encouraged them with scriptures until their hearts got on fire again. Anytime you're disappointed, Jesus will walk behind you and remind you of his word so your heart will catch fire again. And the third thing that kills our fire is honestly busyness. It's when we become so busy that we don't have time to spend time with the Lord we don't have time to even make it to church and please understand intimacy makes you fruitful not busy busyness could be a result of intimacy but business itself does not make you successful only intimacy with God makes you successful if you are too busy to pray you are too busy if you are too busy to be with God you are too busy and this is what I know about busy people you actually don't make more money you make less because you break God's rule God ordered for us to rest on Saturday if you say but I'm gonna work three jobs four jobs I mark this you will not make more money because God blesses order and you are out of order God blesses order 
not out of order. I mentioned how Chick-fil-A decided not to open its fast food restaurant chain on Sundays and people said did you know that on Sundays all the fast food restaurants make the most money and the main guy of Chick-fil-A he says I know but God said and people should take a rest at least one day and he says and I'm gonna choose the most busiest day to rest. Average fast food restaurant makes one million dollars a year. Chick-fil-A makes five. Why? Because when you, but it doesn't make sense. Nothing with God makes sense. But when you follow the order, God blesses you. <laughs> Same thing, when you give, it seems like, but you're gonna lose money and somehow you have enough. When you hold on to that, it seems like it's never enough. Business is good. If it comes out of your fruitfulness and it doesn't affect your intimacy with God. But the moment you see your, 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 your file is dying out, your fire is dying out, cut back on some things. Catch your breath. Relax. You're still gonna die. Why work so hard that you, 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 you waste your, you ruin your health to get more money and then you spend your money to get your health back? Why don't you just keep both at the same time? Because this is not just about relationship with God. This is about your health being. This is about your kids. Knowing who you are. This is about your family. This is about your spouse. This is about everyone, everything being intact. And the last one is materialism. It's materialism is not when you have stuff. It's when the stuff has you. I have this Apple watch. I have this watch. This watch doesn't have me because at any moment this watch can be yours. Not today. <laughs> the most freeing thing for my relationship with God has been is when I can hold things without holding on to them. When God has the right to take anything out of my hand and I have the privilege to take anything out of his pocket. Because see some of us you slip your hand into God's pocket and God has his hand denied to touch your pocket. Materialism kills fire. It's when we run after things. When we think that the more things we have the more happy we'll be. Materialism. A young boy came to Jesus. He was morally sound. Everything was great with him and he had a lot of things but it's not the things that he had. It's that when Jesus signaled and he says, could you give, sell everything you have and it's amazing. Jesus didn't ask him to give it to his ministry. He says, I want you to sell everything you got and give it to the poor and then come and follow me and the Bible says that man's heart was hurt. He went with grief. Why? Because he didn't have things. Those things have had him. Anything you cannot give has you. Now that doesn't mean God will always ask us to give everything but there are times when the Lord leads you. I found out when my passion for the Lord dies out and the Lord prompts me to sacrifice something, that alone literally shoots it through the roof. And it's not the act of giving, it's the act of obedience in giving. That was Pastor Vladimir Savchuk, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stay on Fire, Pastor Vlad. And you can also find out more information about him and his ministry at the website hungrygen.com. That is H-U-N-G-R-Y-G-E-N 
Com. Well, that is all I have for you today. I pray that you will stay on fire for Jesus and what he has called you to do in this life. And I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.